1: Mario won't recognize
2: me now oh. Ooh. Ooh. Mother, don't you recognize your son? Oh, Ooh, no. Extra long. Oh. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Yeah, what up? Getting in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. That extra long ho. Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho.
3: <laughs> you know it. Um, welcome, everybody, once again to Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, I'm Joe Spellman, and this is.
2: David Fiedernick.
3: And this is. Paul gullius
1: what's what's going on with dave what's going on i don't know
3: i don't know I what was going on with him
2: i don't know <laughs> i was gonna say something like was he kind of he... silly and then i just decided to just do a just do a tough guy did you
3: get the weird like um audio notification from zoom like uh i just got because i no. had to update zoom as oh well. yeah
2: no no i did not but yeah Made me you uh. Notifications.
3: I got a notification. It was like, "Do you want this to be professional audio?" Well, as I was like s- <laughs> saying, "Oh, like, I'm like, oh, cool,
2: thanks."
1: Gosh, we detected oh. a strange voice. <laughs> also, ever, ever, everyone knows. Talking...
2: Everyone knows, Joe doesn't care about how professional the audio is. So, <laughs> nice try, Zoom. <laughs> Not at all. Nice try,
3: Zoom. on a
1: on a tin can on a rope. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Old like school. Plugged into his laptop. Old school. I'd record this like in in a midi file if i if i (laughs) have my options
2: have my options it's weird uh, i I didn't hear joe talking it was just a bunch of keyboard noises um
3: we're talking season three episode 10 deliver us from all of satan's Uh, has done his homework.
1: we're I <laughs> can I never remember. And we and we still are rethinking having Spellman do the intros here
3: <laughs> to <laughs> save us all from Satan's power. There we, there go. we go. I can there never remember, remember the. And I just watched. It's it. a mouthful. I can never remember. You literally, you know, just they don't they it. don't say the titles.
1: You know, like it's easier when they. It's say nice it if it they titles, did. You know, <laughs> it's from a it's from a poem, right? Dickens or was it? I don't know, dude. You're that's the one who reads books, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Fuck
2: you guys. Fucking,
3: I don't uh, know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they're the they're like lyrics from like a Christmas poem or something. Oh,
2: uh, whatever you um, say.
3: Um, All right, I'm the. You're the. Mo, guy, you're right? the. You're the. You're the Roman Catholic.
2: True. This is true. <clears throat> uh, I don't know what that has to do with poetry. That's uh. That's is that the book that, oh, G- G- a- is that the book that Gigi was reading when he uh, dies on the crapper? Or was- oh, no, that was... <laughs> yeah, 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 he's
3: getting ready for Christmas. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reading his favorite mm. Dickens.
1: Uh, if you guys couldn't tell, this w- this is the famous uh, Christmas episode of The Sopranos. I'm sure you mm. guys remember it, but uh, it's written by Robin Green and Mitchell Burgess, directed by Jack Bender, and originally aired April 29th, 2001. Mm. Uh, mm. Before 9-11.
2: Mm. As we like
1: ah. uh <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, this is this uh this is the episode where Tony and the boys we ha- we see some flashbacks and we get uh we get some big puss for the first time this season. If you don't count the mirror in uh Prushai Lavushka. Right. Uh Tony and Furio take a ride with a Russian uh who hurt Janice's wrist, and Tony deals with
2: a stress. You're miss, the designated driver.
1: <laughs> How do you feel Gandalfini did? Acting drunk there. I feel not like that a, was the worst acting not,
2: Yeah, ever. not as good as Puss <laughs> does when he in the flashback. Puss is fucking phenomenal. Oh, man.
1: oh, uh yeah. He he uh he he killed it in all the scenes that he had. You can out. tell he, he must have been so jazzed mu- totally. Yeah,
2: he must have been so happy to be back. Yeah.
1: Um, but we'll get there. We'll get there.
2: Yeah. I gotta say, uh but, but before we start, like uh for obvious reasons, I have not been in the Christmas spirit as much as I normally would uh, this time of year, and uh, this episode kind of got me into it. It kind of got me feeling. Uh, oh, that's good. Oh, I mean, as much as you could in fucking 2020. Uh, I was, yeah, uh, no, I same.
1: It, it, you know, it, 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 uh, hits. It checks all the boxes that Sopranos episodes usually do. In that, you know, it is comforting to us, and that it's a little bit familiar. The people, the places, the, the, uh, the East Coast uh the food yeah that kind of thing but then also you know it's just it's just uh passing
2: out while uh, you're chopping vegetables with a huge knife you know we always do that oh yeah we're always falling asleep while we're cutting things
1: all the time um but yeah it's 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 nice to it's nice that our holiday episodes sort of coincide with uh actual holidays, holidays. anyway yeah. we did yeah, not well, plan
3: that no okay. we did <laughs> we planned it <laughs> we, right. planned we planned to start we plan to start this podcast in September 9th 2019 yep and yep. then end, on, end <laughs> so give we'll, us the dates we'll almost be wrapping up the uh, the uh, season three at the end of 2020.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's why we took off four months earlier <laughs> yeah. in this year. Right. That's right. That's
2: why yeah. we didn't record in September or uh, most of August or uh, you know I, you know I, I mean look yeah we you gotta savor the fine things in life I mean come on savor it <laughs> savor
1: it uh, let's let's savor this up guys let's let's start from the top we open up. With Tony walking on the boardwalk in Asbury Park, uh, and he's looking out at the waves at the ocean, um, and you know, we know he must be thinking of how he left his best friend's body to uh, to sink and and uh, decay at the bottom of the fucking ocean. Yeah. Um and we're right because we immediately flash back to 1995, which we know because
2: OJ,
3: OJ, <laughs> O-J. O-J. oh yeah, they O-J. blast that
2: OJ Simpson trial. I'm saturated uh, I'm with saturated That's yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. such a good line. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's perfectly how everybody felt. These fucking I mean i
2: fucking was Goombas great. all sitting around fucking smoking, just watching the trial, watching <laughs> the coverage.
3: Like, you see this Furman guy? I mean, he's
1: racist. <laughs> I mean, of course he's <laughs> hey, racist.
2: <laughs> hey, we all agree we like this Furman guy, right? <laughs> yeah, this guy's great.
1: Uh Tony has has some more hair, which also tips yeah, us yeah. off that we great we're, hair. Oh man, it, I, are the, like they they never the only solution, the only attempt they 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 make is just like put more hair on him. But I guess like what else could you do? You're not like back then in 2001 when this episode was made. You're not gonna like de-age him with like CGI and shit. We saw the results no. of CGI in, uh, <laughs> earlier this season. So <laughs> that wasn't CGI. That was that was actually <laughs> we it was witchcraft. that was
3: like. That was like CGI that like was the cheap version of CGI. Yeah, it's like
2: part <laughs> practical, part... like They're like, we can only do the face.
1: Right, yeah.
3: HBO was
2: like,
1: that's enough for you, David Chase. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're back in 95, right. uh, which in 2001, when this aired, felt like fucking forever ago. Right. It's fucking six years, it's nothing. Right. Um, but uh, so Jackie April's boss... He's got some beef with Junior. Do you guys did you guys pick up what the beef was? Is it, I mean, it's not important, but
3: um, they've some power uh, jacked one of his trucks. Yeah, some... Do you,
1: yeah, he's so which I thought was kind of like ironic because early uh, series episode focused on um, Junior's trucks. Christopher, yeah, yeah, uh, Jack and Junior's right. trucks. Now we see that long before Christopher ever did it. Junior yeah. was doing just it just Jack. another sign about
2: so, how how hypocritical everybody fucking is at all times Like
1: <laughs> well
3: yeah and they so so what's the special. power what's the power structure though at this point jackie's, Like I mean jackie's boss like, yeah so is it junior isn't junior under his thumb like isn't junior
2: like a capo i guess
1: so i think i i got somebody said something about um
2: that's yeah because junior that's junior's crew that eventually becomes Gigi's right. crew and ralphie's crew and and on Correct. and on so Correct. why
3: does he so wouldn't he know that it's one of his trucks? I think, so I think so. I think maybe Jackie
1: there's... Jr. just sort of I think he's acting boss for old man DeMeo, who they mentioned oh, like right. in passing a few times right. in the series. Okay. He's like you in know. the can or whatever. They they brought it up in like the early first season when they probably no, mapped yeah. out like what the hell all the history of, of this crime family was and, and whatnot. But I think I think Jackie Priel is acting boss and junior might have been having a similar like beef with Jackie Sr. as as he, he eventually with does with Tony. Right, right. Gotcha. Um, okay.
2: That makes sense. That that works for
1: me. Um and and you know they're they're warning Puss not to not to push heroin. It's too risky, which we know ultimately fucks him and gets him, you know, on the feds payroll. Um, we get a
2: little uh a little uh you know foreshadowing of Puss telling Jackie uh you Know, make sure uh, Jackie Jr. goes to a state school, you know, because we, oh, we yeah. later find out <laughs> in the episode that he's fucking flunked out of well, he tells Tony he's flunked <laughs> out of Rutgers, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There's a lot of like little things that are planting here. I mean, like, even Jackie's smoking cigarettes, like, yeah, yep, yep. like he ultimately dies of lung cancer. They 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 plant these like these little things, but also, like, I didn't realize this, um, but I read it in the soprano sessions, like, this, like we don't understand when Funhouse aired uh the season two finale in which tony has all the dreams and that ultimately lead to him realizing that puss is the rat a a lot of that takes place on the boardwalk and there's no explanation why he's dreaming about the boardwalk and why that why he associates that with big puss true uh but this sort of like explains that Mm -hmm. like this is where this is like the moment where tony uh pinpoints as perhaps the start of of pussy's betrayal right right and so I never sort of made that connection, but I thought it was interesting. Yep. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they probably didn't know that when they wrote Funhouse, but it's an yeah. interesting yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like justify it, like post Funhouse.
2: Yeah, um, we should have known right there. Should have known right yeah. there.
1: I mean, Pauly, how do you guys feel about Pauly's uh, whole whole sentiments toward the thing? I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> not me, never. <laughs> not me. Never. I'd kill him again if I could. The world don't run of like, love. Like,
3: I like that sort of he's just so absolute about it like he doesn't fucking think about it at all yeah but Tony does and even Sil does I guess they were like you know the same age like they, it was they were Puss was like their friend right oh yeah yeah and, you know uh, and Ra- and Ralph Paul's a little older yeah. Hmm. yeah and Ralph um so uh, I don't know I guess that's why they sort of are a little more shook by it and I like that Paul's just like, nope, don't care. <laughs>
1: but also paul um, like yeah, po- but poly, i think i don't think he, poly... he actually
2: doesn't care i think yeah, yeah, he does yeah, yeah. i think that's just defense mechanism i think he
1: does yeah i think yeah. i think uh, well i mean i think it's all it's all a facade to to put up the tough guy like he of course he like i don't know i just i just maybe, think he's, he, that's that it's more like Paulie to cuz we actually he has a dream about puss uh years later in in uh, season 6b remember when actually right. when he comes back after tony almost kills him on the boat right uh, uh puss is like cooking in his kitchen and uh and paulie's like tell me when when it's my time will i will i stand up or something like yeah, that yeah yeah, like, yeah he yeah, he obviously still has pussy on the brain but we all do, we
2: don't,
1: all we? do don't we? yeah um, i I, yep. I mean
2: look I, it it works for paulie look he survives like and and he like like you said he has years on the rest of them so he's even more
1: it's a generational, yeah, finisher.
2: yeah, yeah. And I think he's he's even more like you know uh, like hardened at this point in his life than the, than they are. I mean, just
1: well, it's also that the the crime family is his only family besides his mother, right, basically. Right. So he so that betrayal probably hits him a little harder. It's all he's got, yep. and and he's got to live by those codes. And if people betray him, then you know he's that that's got to sting a little, yep. maybe a little more than. Than Tony or Syl right? Uh, but uh, but yeah. So then, so we have Tony waking up the next day. Oh
2: wait, before before he looks at Before his- we go, I just I I love uh, that line that Puss has in that flashback where he says, um, I, "I've always wanted a house by the ocean. Maybe in another life." Oh yeah, I, I it's it's a, it's it's good writing. It's a nice line. Good
1: it's good writing. writing. Uh, the the irony is. Is palpable. Yeah. He, and
2: also he's spending you, like, I mean, this whole episode, you just I you can feel the actor just kind of um, embracing that, you know, that, you know, being back and reflecting on his character being gone almost, you know.
1: Well, he he gets to run the full gamut of like all the best things about about Puss. Like he gets to be warm and funny and charming. And he also gets to be like scary, violent belligerent you know yep. so it, it was really a great episode for him totally. yeah um but anyway so yeah so tony wakes up the next day he's looking at his to-do list uh immediately almost has a panic attack yep um uh, uh, but carmel is hounding him i guess about you know janice wants to cook christmas dinner <laughs> she's making a
3: goose Her
2: fucking disgusting and fucking the house
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like he uh,
3: he had that panic attack in Anticipation of her say, like about to yeah, say yeah, something. Well, what's a, totally. good
2: what? Th- there's another uh, holiday episode where he's he's having a session in Melfi's, and Melfi says, "Oh, this time of year, why do we put ourselves through this?" You know, like yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
3: Because it's true. I thought like, it was this
2: episode. Was it this episode that she says? I that? think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why oh, she's really? like, I
1: call I call it stress miss. Oh stress. Oh, oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I missed it in this yeah. episode. I thought it was like a different... So did I, uh, actually. Well, I, immediately after I was, after that, I was is... like waiting for it, and then for some reason I missed it.
1: Yeah, no, because immediately after the scene with Tony and Carmen in the bedroom, we see Tony in therapy, and he's like, ah, I thought I had these panic attacks. Fucking beat, you know. Yeah, he says uh, that, right. He's talking about Just how, how he sort of regressed a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Number one, he's not taking his meds every day. Right. But when Melfi asks him what prompted it, he's like, hey, this, he shows her his list. There's literally four things on the list. One is crossed out already. Right. The other one is picking up a scooter for his child. Right. Fucking panic attack. One is but,
2: uh, uh, just going to a guy's like fucking the Russian <laughs> to tell him like transfer my fucking money, thousands and thousands of fucking dollars. <laughs> hey, 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 okay, he writes cool.
1: transfer cannolis, yeah. which is which is really gonna fool some federal agents if that's ever oh, yeah. uh, used as evidence. <laughs> Agent
2: Harris will never know what that means.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I remember always uh, transferring him. some cannolis at my grandmother's house around around the holidays. But uh, but yeah, so I have a Christmas list right now, and it's uh, stressing
3: me out. Sure. Are there more than four things on it? I do, and I'm like, these aren't even good gifts. These suck.
1: <laughs> well, that's what's stressful, like being a bad
3: gift giver. Looking on Amazon for weights, and they're like, you know these fucking suck these weights i'm like well i can't go anywhere to buy anything anyway
2: joe just, joe just has a list that says buy weights eat cannolis and he's like fuck, <laughs> yeah. fuck. right eat trade right.
1: crossed out for some reason
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah yeah but uh <sighs> maybe next year i I'll wish get the i boat. wish that
3: would be a lot more that would be a lot more fun than the current list
1: oh
2: yeah uh, every, go every year I, get, I cross out the boat because it's just, um, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not going <laughs> to happen.
3: It's
1: just too cold.
2: It's too cold right now.
1: Um, But yeah, so so Tony starts going into like, you know, I started thinking about this thing that happened years ago. I can't go into specifics, which we've heard him say a million times before with Melfi, you know. But then, then he's like, he goes further. A friend of mine. Yeah. I, yeah, I found out he was working for the federal government. Um he basically confesses to murder. He's basically telling Melfi he murdered his friend here, right? Yeah. Like yeah. is it? And that's like kind yeah. of the first time he's sort it. of oh, she, ad- admitting she, to she
2: definitely gets it. Like her her reaction yeah, is like she's so fucking uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, she's scared. Yeah. Did I ruin um, your Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like that they, they could have played that as a bigger moment where he sort of like confesses to the, the ultimate violent crime of murdering somebody. Mm -hmm. but they they sort of don't really spend a lot of time in melfi it makes me wonder if there were perhaps some deleted scenes or something yeah maybe. i just love how that scene goes out he's just i'm ruining your christmas
2: yeah Mm. yeah but uh
1: then we cut to janice and aaron Arkaway trying to write some tight (laughs) christmas tunes huge
2: ass jug of carlo rossi by the keyboard (laughs) (laughs) oh
3: yeah oh Oh, yeah they're having a good time that's that's Two that's empty what, beers, yeah, too. yeah. Empty beer, like, let fill the beers first. Also, like, start on the that's
2: all her because he said he doesn't drink in that other episode. So <laughs> oh, that's right, like, yeah. She, yeah. She's just slamming fucking booze, and like, he's like, she's, he's like sipping a Diet Coke.
1: A great mother jumping lyric, Jan.
3: You know, she's got that wrist problem, she needs to like drink the pain away. That's right, oh, yeah, that's right. oh, yeah. Um, so great mother jumping lyric. <laughs> Do you think um, he falls asleep on purpose sometimes? Uh,
1: I, don't I mean, know. it's convenient. He falls asleep right as her mobster brothers showing up. True. Yeah, uh, I love it. Could it could be triggered by like anxiety or something? But
2: right.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about narcolepsy, but like I I I just always find it. I don't know if they do it again at a certain other <laughs> time, but it, I always thought, oh, I wonder if he's they're trying to say he falls asleep on purpose. Like it's like
1: it's a convenient out
3: yeah yeah. i love the, um, the shot. anyway
2: i, I always love the the uh the shot and then reverse shot of of him playing the keyboard and with the uh pencil in his mouth and he like smiles <laughs> yeah, he yeah smiles at tony oh, yeah. and tony's like gives him a look like hey, what the fucking, fucking guy, guy? <laughs> yeah
3: what the fuck what am i doing Goes, uh stop playing, it's funny because i'm playing
2: the I... fucking keyboard <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would be so mad at, to have to see that guy all the time. Uh, Janice is annoying enough. Now you have a narcoleptic uh, Jesus freak. Uh, Jesus freak. But
3: well, she I, says they don't even um, sleep together anymore. Yeah. I know. I'm that, surprised they ever did.
2: Yeah, I'm like, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: implies you had
2: in the past. He, uh, he, the he, one he makes mile. her uh, hold the Bible t- uh, t- to his head while, he, while she fucks him from behind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, interesting theory I was reading on Soprano's Autopsy Which is <clears throat> which we refer to from time to time Great breakdown episode by episode Of, uh, of like themes of the show And things you, you might have not caught But the guy who writes that Wrote that uh, his theory Is that uh, potentially Chase Is using Aaron to represent The impotence of Christianity In the face of evil In that he's always just sort of like I mean he must know what Tony's up to and he's literally just like going limp and passing out, like in the face of in the face of evil. Sure.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, all right. That I was the. Know, uh, all
2: right. That was Aaron talk. Uh,
1: I mean, <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, no, I'll, I'll, think, I think. I think there's know. something legitimate there in that. Sure. I think there is a, a sort of critique of Catholicism or Christianity yeah. in this season, basically. I mean, we just saw. You know, Doctor Krakauer, the guy who who Carmelo went to visit, the therapist, just sort of dismissed Carmelo's Catholicism completely in a wave of a hand. You know, like, like, oh, my priest says I should wow. work with Tony. He's like, oh, how's that going? Yeah. You know, like,
2: well, that's because he's a fucking Jew. <laughs> that's true. Well, um, that's true.
3: It is. It is just something for Jan, like another thing for, Jan-
1: like another thing for Janice to get like consumed with. Yeah. You know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When when she has a life crisis, she hops from. Identity to identity. Yeah. Ultimately, she wants to be Baklawa's wife, and that becomes her identity. You know. Right. That's, right. That's. I mean, yeah. Um. Anyway, so then we get to uh, over at Satriali's. We have Chris, Silvio, and Hesh unpacking some old Christmas direct- decorations, and that's when they pull out the old Santa suit. Yeah. What I love about this scene is uh, we get Ray Curdo's appearance coming in, and he's like, "Ah, that two faced fuck, rat out your friends, save your own ass. Yeah, it's yeah. Despicable." And we just know he's he's a rat. Yep. Uh which is great. Yep. Um, but then the problem arises they need a new Santa. Who's gonna be the new Santa guys? Um
2: Tony, right? It was
1: <laughs> Tony.
3: Wait, wasn't it Tony in the I, I Definitely it's Tony.
2: Tony. He goes, oh, uh f- uh banging my Gumars is a curse. <laughs>
3: He would have paid he would have made a great Santa. I mean, that's what I think. Been he, so bad. That's I why guess, the guys push him, I think.
2: I, I guess it's just because like he's the boss. He's like, I will lose respect if uh and also part of it is that he associates it with Puss too. I think he's like, I don't wanna fucking do that shit. That... Yeah, he doesn't
1: want to put on literally the suit that <laughs> yeah
2: Pussy wore. Right.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh we also get a little history with we learned that uh the tradition was started after Mr. Sandriali put <laughs> a bullet himself. in his <laughs> <laughs> when Johnny Boyd busted out the the pork store yeah, in like, neighborhood it was
2: pretty <laughs> sad back then it's like oh you think <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all yeah, we well, all uh, remember just... when jersey mike fucking put a bullet in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Mike's no, is they're same. giving
1: out cheap ass fucking toys around christmas time
3: right
2: right yeah, okay. it, really,
1: it really it really turned everything around. Really, uh,
3: everybody forgot about the <laughs> yeah. fact that my dad killed <laughs> literally yeah. killed him, pretty much. You can yeah, see I'm uh, sure Satriali's family, uh, they all forgot yeah, about
2: everyone was cool. Uh, you can you can see Johnny Boy though, like being Santa. Like he's so char- he's so charismatic. I mean, he uh, he probably was such a great Santa. Oh yeah. I assu- I ass- um, I assume they're inferring that Johnny Boy played Santa. If it was his idea. I think, I think he was, I yeah, because so. Hash is yeah. like,
1: oh, it would be appropriate. Your father's the one who started the tradition right. after he made that man kill himself. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I know what we're going to do for the community. Let me play Santa.
3: And everybody will forget that he put a bullet in his head.
2: My kids That's what love I just... their presence. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what I love about this episode, because it's it's really like for it's like for the christmas special hating fan like there's all there's like a lot of laughs there's there's some genuine sentiment in the episode uh but just underneath everything you are reminded of how dark and fucking horrific like the the lives of these people and they're they're the people who came before them are yeah. at all times yeah. you know yeah yeah uh, but then uh we get to it's weird guys sings uh sing Sills in the Bing, and he gets really pissed about some missing Yarlsberg cheese. Always pissed about uh, cheese. Was,
2: this is like a, in his yeah, know, in his subconscious. He's like always mad about cheese. It's a trigger. Yeah, um, there was
3: a there was a huge wheel of La- Jarlsberg Yarlsberg where we watched the drinks.
2: <laughs> how many how many takes <laughs> do you think that took with the fucking dancers at at the Bing? How many takes? Oh my god, there's <laughs>
1: one shot where like the... They're the clearly not actors. Head... Like, like did you see... Like, they opened the scene with her going with her like, dancing, yeah, yeah. face first straight down the pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. That was impressive. The acting, not so much. Well, that was part know, of his that. dream, though. You know, right. Sill's always dreamed about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Uh, turns out one of the other strippers had some French brie missing from her purse. Sill goes in the back, finds <laughs> Pussy bleeding from the head in a giant rat trap. Which always, because I always forget it and it always fucking startles. Yes, I know. I, when I, he's talking yeah, about the Ellsberg, I, I always
2: this... think that it's happening, actually happening. Yeah, that. same. Yeah.
3: yeah. When she says Brie, I was like, "Oh, this is a fucking dream." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Duh. Everybody's just carrying cheese in their in their in their purses. Uh,
3: Man, I wish that was a real scene. That was like cheese detective. <laughs> Stop worrying about fucking cheese.
2: Jesus Christ, um,
3: who
1: cares? Who cares? Someone's stealing the cheese. <laughs> it's great because it's like a bunch of quick cuts, right? Like we don't stay on it long. It's like yep. pussy with his neck snapped in a rat trap. Cut to Sill waking up, having like an asthma attack, cut to him at Tony's door with a bottle of Glenfiddich. Yep. Just, Cause he just needs to fucking talk. Yep. Um, and of course, they go down in the basement and they start talking about, you know, when did when did Pussy flip? Right, uh, and they think it was it was when he was possibly down in Boca.
2: Tony's all. By uh, the way, to Tony, that- Tony's all pissed off because it's dark down there. He's like, oh, metal. We had a lamp down here. A metal took it back to college with a. <laughs> yes, I yeah, you'd be like, getting, he, you'd be bugged right now, motherfucker. If it wasn't for he would be, fuck, <laughs> he'd be so because they're
1: outwardly f- talking about murdering Pussy in this scene. Yeah. So I mean. Nice that, that sort of stuff r- reminds me of of like how the Ojibwe saying like you know sometimes I go about in pity for myself but all the while a great wind carries me across the sky like yep. Tony's got so much fucking luck oh yeah like he has no idea he doesn't even know but uh, but again we we head into uh, another flashback where Junior's mad that pussy's not there um, for the for like the sit down or whatever. You um, see him there's like him a... him
2: and Gigi and that and that uh, that fucking old guy in his crew like what the fuck oh, is, Beppy. yeah what, what the fuck is that guy always like what is that guy gonna do <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy there <laughs> the oldest man is like I, I better come from muscle boy. Yeah he's he's there to make Junior look young. <laughs> right, so, right,
1: right, right. Right. Was um was pussy in Junior's crew? Um, no, no, I don't, I think he was in Tony's crew, right? Cause Tony was, was capo at this he point. must right? have. But okay. for whatever reason, he set the um, up. he's, he set it up. Yeah. Junior's like, he broke the fucking thing. Right. Right. Um, but he's a no show. Uh, and then he sort of gets left off the hook pretty easily. Um, by Jackie senior. Yep. When, when he does show up, he said something about his gumah, like her mom had a stroke or something.
3: Yep. Yeah. He's pretty lenient.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um maybe I mean, saying, you know he's a really you know he he offers him money. I mean, you know, he was he's was, he's was always a really a really nice guy.
1: Yeah, he seemed like maybe a nice guy. Yeah.
3: Maybe maybe he was too nice and that's why uh, Jackie Jr is who he is. You know, he needed he needed more some more tough love.
2: Being <laughs>
1: smacking around.
3: That hey, this, Tony hey, gives this, him,
2: yeah. This kid uh, he, uh tell me uh what we saying on the way over here. What's the capital of Canada? <laughs> Wow, a genius!
1: Oh, that brilliant! Come on, <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, just like, that was played just by like, Jason Serbone's younger brother.
2: I, I, fi- I figured it had to be ah. because he looks just like him. So, uh, yeah, nicely done.
1: Yeah, that that was not CGI de aging. And every it's true. Now they would do CGI. When you say spells, nothing.
3: Okay. Now let on the CGI bit. I was to say the capital, the capital of Canada is Prince Edward Island, which it's the not.
2: Muscles. This guy loves muscles. He loves his muscles. <laughs> I do. Um, I love. Goliath, were you gonna talk about the weird wipe from the? Uh, I was gonna say
1: the weird transition. Dude, what not the even a wipe? Was it was that? like
2: yeah, it was like so it was like woo! like this, the,
1: like the image like flipped and reversed oh like, it was yeah like, what it, the fuck it was like was an it? effect
2: you'd use on like iMovie now or something it was like so stupid
1: yeah <laughs> i i wonder if that was some sort of like i don't know because homage. if you notice there's other moments in this episode where where because the sopranos never has like transition music or or anything like that but there's like i mean i know it's a christmas episode but there were scenes that like started and ended with like the little jingle bells playing and it's not it's not playing
2: on like a radio or anywhere it's just like yeah like what's the Alvin the, the, when... the and the
1: chipmunks uh song right well yeah well the Alvin and the Chipmunks song is playing well, i guess but, that's but i'm playing talking about there. like there's yeah, yeah. yeah it's playing i'm talking about they actually play like when he's pulling up to slavas like there's like you hear like jingle bells like as his as his, oh yeah uh, oh, and, and when okay. uh
2: and when the the cab driver drives away too right yeah yeah, yeah
1: exactly Well, you, so can make like it, you could say a couple times
3: but you can make it uh, like like that was playing on the radio that's or you true. can say like or you can say it was also like music that was playing outside that venue you could say that
1: yeah but that's kind of i guess it,
3: where uh, what i took of it Really. Yeah. but it is sort of strange still. I think.
1: Well, I was gonna say with that weird transition, I'm, like maybe they're maybe maybe it's some sort of weird like homage to like TV Christmas specials or something. These cheesy sort of uh, like play the jingle bells out of the scene, do a weird wipe, and but I don't know.
3: I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. it, I think it's just trying to. I mean, a lot of times, you know, Christmas music is, is is everywhere you go. Yeah, especially especially New Jersey. Like I mean, around that time, like yeah, you know, it's everywhere. Yeah, for
2: sure. Twenty twenty has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to ComScore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact The moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Oh, 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire that you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring.
1: We get a uh, little, we get a, a brief little touch in with uh, Artie and Charmaine at Vesuvio's. Uh, we got, uh, <laughs> first of all, Tony talking about how um, Gloria t- paid for her own vacation to Morocco.
2: Yeah. Who is she, <laughs> Bada Bing Crosby? <laughs>
1: <laughs> really, really impressing the hell out of uh, Syl and Pauly. They're Gumaz, not, not exactly uh, world travelers.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. What, she's not some dumb coos with that relies on <laughs> my fucking Christmas bonus to be right. happy? Right.
1: Uh, Maney looking good, though.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, no, damn. Damn. Uh, and the guys are sort of like drooling over her. She's got a new look. Yep. Uh, and I love I love when, when she fucks with them and says, uh, I think I think the guys at that table over there are FBI.
2: Why is that she's funny?
1: She's the only like really. There's so few characters that can just straight up fuck with uh, with these guys yeah. and get away with it. And then even just tell them to their face, like which we see later in the episode. Um, yeah, and then I love uh, we get Artie and Charmaine a little fight in the back. She's like, oh well, something's got to bring in customers, and it's not your mushata raviolis
3: lately. <laughs>
2: And then he does, and you see smile in the face, like fucking. (laughs) (laughs) But John Ventimiglia doing some
3: great, great, really classic over, over, um, over uh, facial uh, expressions from uh, John Ventimiglia. One one of the few actors that
2: can get away with hamming it up like that.
1: Oh yeah. Hey, if he's gonna have like two lines in the episode, he's gonna he's gonna play it up. Gonna chew the scenery. That's right. Um. So from there we go. Uh, so Tony gets a call. He gets the name of the Russian um, mm-hmm. that uh, that beat up Janice a few episodes back when she had stolen the leg of uh, Svetlana. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony and we cut to Tony and Furio in Santa hats, uh, pretending to be drunk, getting in this cab yeah. with this fucking poor Russian guy.
2: Come on, I mean, come we on, might have go. said
1: this earlier, but like, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is this is a scene I would love to see love to have seen play out i know i i do
2: right. i i do wonder if uh if if they did and then they cut it
1: they might have i i wonder how they got him under the santa sleigh in like the department store window but that's part of
3: the joke right Sure, right. sure, sure. so i
1: feel like that's i feel like they probably didn't show us like yeah. getting there because yeah. the, the window wasn't smashed. Right. They fucking right. like let themselves in or something. Um, it's like, oh, every bone
2: uh, in his body is broken, and he has damage from gla- from the glass.
1: Right. <laughs> also, it seems like Tony. Tony, like he wouldn't have known that Janice would see like the news story where they're actually filming the guy with the with the animatronic sleigh like lowering over his fucking broken neck as he's laying there. Right. Um. So it almost seems like like Tony was out to just like get revenge because he knew it was the right thing to do, and he wasn't even doing it. Like he was he was giving a gift to Janice, but he he wasn't planning on her like praise or approval, right? And we never really actually get a scene where she face to face thanks him for that. I mean, I, no, I, I would I, don't, I,
2: don't I would think that one he feels like it was a slight to him that they fucked with her. And and right. two face she, thing. He's so fucking tired of her complaining about the fucking wrist that like mm-hmm. if she complains about it again, he can be like, "I took care of it. I fuck I fucked the guy up, okay? Right, guy's fucked right. up, okay? I fucked both of his okay. wrists. So up. you
3: shouldn't have any pain anymore. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I relieve you of your uh, pain. We go to uh,
1: well. Tony comes home. Carm's reading in bed, and then <laughs> I love the line. Uh, um oh, Charmaine's looking good. Oh what? She she's getting a divorce. You think she looked like a, a crawl?
2: Yeah. A crawl? <laughs> <laughs> a crawl. A troll, a troll. Oh, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> like making it worse. Um, also, you can tell he's like but, he he's like on his toes because like he obviously was like, oh, she is looking good. Well,
1: this sort of is what plants the seed in in Calm's mind because she later calls him out for it. Right. Like like oh like one I an idiot like all of a sudden you're you're talking about how good Charmaine looks, and Tony Tony's like I didn't do anything. She's like oh I know about you guys in high school. He's like okay high school okay high school yeah right. yeah. Uh, but she's completely, she's right he's he's cheating on her, uh just not with the she just doesn't have the right the right woman right. Um, but anyway going to Satrialles we we get the guys in the back getting some classic Santa talk, uh. It, He's running a sweatshop up there. Um, talking about the Grinch. Um, talking
2: about like uh, yeah. but the, the original uh, Santa's elves, like just like beat the shit out of bad kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> gave the <laughs> bad kids a beating.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the mob yeah. way. Of probably, Santa's probably good. Coming, Paulie never actually shit out of. Probably good. Paulie never. Had kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Let's end that line there. Um, but uh, this, this is when Bobby shows up. Uh, looking fucking humongous. Yeah, uh, they really padded up his belly for this because they wanted <laughs> they wanted uh, uh, the Santa look to to be more evident. And and but, and uh, they have to
2: emphasize that he they're having a hard time f- even fitting him into the Santa outfit. Like he can't even get into it. <laughs> right. Like a, a right, thing right. A, a thing that fucking puss barely fit into. He yeah. can't get into it. Like you are yeah. fat
1: you are a
2: big boy boy are you fat
1: (laughs) boy are you fat but he so so bacala originally protests that he's you know he's shy shy.
2: yeah
1: which is true shyness is a curse i mean i'm shy
3: you can't play santa claus come on man
1: i yeah i know i mean it's like how how nervous are you in front of five-year-old children (laughs) yeah right um but but hey hey shyness is a curse Mm. guys i mean i love
2: i i I mean I love that line. It's he's, I mean, he's so earnest. He's so fucking oh, he's earnest. So earnest. I
1: mean you'd leave him there, but I do you guys feel like we like if that's true about Bacala's character that he is, he is like chronically like shy. Uh, do you think we see him sort of like uh, I don't know cure that over the course of the series because because sure. by the end of the series yeah. he yeah. feels like a different character than he does in this season. I, right? I think
2: but sure, that happens after his dad mm. is gone, and I think he always was kind of in his dad's shadow, who was like beloved, mm. charismatic, and fucking killed a million fucking people. So I think mm-hmm. actually, I think it's 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 good character development that he starts out sort of like. A little sh- more on the shy side and once his father is dead like he sort of starts to become more yeah you know and tony like gives him more responsibility and yes know. like there's that and then actually most of his this- life <laughs> up until this point is junior being like fuck you you fat fuck you went to <laughs> how many burgers you yeah, eat?
0: How,
2: yeah, how many white castle you eat, you fat fuck? Like oh God, I'd I'd probably be shy too. Like that was my whole yeah. life. It was like taking care right. of this guy who's like just like some fucking shits on me all day. And all the guys are always just like, Yeah, you fat piece of fat. this guy fucking sucks. Stop fuck leaning on my car before that. you tip it over, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's confidence, he does.
1: Yeah, and then at the top of season four, you know, he tragically loses his wife in a car accident, right? Right. and that's when he starts to lose lose weight as well. They they, they made um, Stephen Sharipa not um, actually wear the fat suit anymore. So I,
2: I will say um I was editing a podcast this week, and Sharipa was the guest on it, and he hmm. was asked. Obviously, he was asked a shit ton of Sopranos questions, but one of them was, "What was his favorite?" Episode to shoot, and he said, um, Soprano soprano Home Movies. He told a great story about Soprano Home Movies that uh, when they were supposed to have the fight, they were shooting it up, you know, uh, up in like Hudson Valley or uh, upstate New York. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Gandolfini just had knee surgery and he couldn't do the fight. So, So, months later, they built the cabin at Silver Cup. It co- I get. He said oh. it cost them like two hundred fifty thousand dollars to recreate the cabin, and they did the oh, wow. fight scene over a day and a half. Wow! <laughs> oh
0: my God. I mean, it, <laughs> that's it, it's what you're a your successful
2: show scene. and you're a successful actor that you can be like. I just yeah. had knee surgery. I can't do that shit right now. And they pay that yeah. much money to fucking and spend a day and a half to fucking <laughs> shoot something that they, you know, most people would have had to wow. shoot. It. But his, uh, but his other favorite um, episode to shoot was was this, was this episode. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Oh,
1: cool. I love that. We should just listen to um, uh, Talking Talkin Sopranos to and just tell all their stories on our podcast.
2: <laughs> we should. We should. Uh, it's funny because um, like all, all of our like stalling and stuff, we're basically kind of on the same trajectory as them. They're like an episode ahead know, of us fun. now. Like they just did Pine Bears. Yeah, Oh, They're going to lap us. They're going to lap us. Um, <laughs> they're going to lap us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to do it again and they're but, going to lap us Yeah
1: So then uh, this next scene I'm waiting for you guys to say it I don't know if I want to say it Carmela's enjoying the tree mm-hmm. by herself Meadow shows up
2: You think I didn't make a note Of a Hunter's so a watch baby? Hunter went into pew, pew. the city With Hadley Is that her is her boyfriend's name Hadley or is that her brother? Are they like both named Hadley or was it a friend? Perhaps a,
1: a friend named Hadley or Hunter and hey, Hadley? Perhaps perhaps Hadley is her girlfriend. We don't know That's true. Hunter swings. I don't know. I don't care.
2: Well, they they went to the <laughs> What city. spells? You've
1: been on Hunter Scangarella fucking watch
2: uh, You know what? Entire- I mean you're I like
3: it. it. I like it when she appears, not when she's mentioned.
2: What, what like, I want to oh, know is, fuck. you're a purist. What? what? <laughs> yeah. You're going into the fucking city on Christmas Eve. What? Yeah. What?
1: Wait, is it know. Christmas? Is it actually I mean, Christmas Eve? I don't think it's actually Christmas Eve.
2: I thought it was, cause then, oh no, cause then I guess we see because
1: because we cause see we Tony see... and the guys at Vesuvio.
2: Isn't that on Christmas like Eve? after doing. Oh, the, like, that's l- right. That's right. That's right. So maybe it's like Christmas cause... Eve Eve
1: because the reason they had this scene i think was to plant that jack she's like oh carmela's like where's jackie and jackie's like oh i had to or mel's like jackie had to go visit a friend, friend. in the hospital because he had appendicitis right. Right, right, right. which we like after this learn is not true because mm-hmm. we that cut to tony meeting the guys at Vesuvio. first of all he bought fuck it, he's like you want to see 50 grand he bought a 50 grand fucking necklace for carmela Fuck saying Yo, rich like, people, man.
3: Hey, That's on my list. <laughs> that's on unspe- that's why you're so
1: stressed, man. Yeah, I know.
3: I'm like, don't have that money, but I have to buy it because I watched this episode. Oh,
2: damn. damn man. Spells is like uh so like how much money are we getting from Bet Because uh I <laughs> Can I
1: can I tap into that Bet Online money? I have to buy a fifty thousand dollar necklace. Uh that'd be a great promo for them. That's bed, true. Bed. Bet to win a fifty grand necklace. Sure. Um, But no, so Tony basically Tony. They don't get kicked out, but Charmaine fucking tells Tony to leave. Essentially, right? Uh, and Tony basically flees. I think he's a little bit ashamed. I think this is one yeah. of the times where we see like he's angry, but I think I think he's also like he doesn't get called out often for being like you know crooked in regular society, and and I think this really gets under his skin. Right. Although we never really see it play out between uh she and him in subsequent episodes but but it's
2: and it's um, and it's also like somebody who's known him since high school or maybe even earlier. Yep. And so yeah. you know that I think that really that hits hard. It hurts a little yeah. more.
1: Yeah. Um but still wants to go check out some uh, strip club competition mm-hmm. uh another place so we so this is where they encounter Jackie Jr. getting a little lap dance um and Tony fucking full on fights this kid in the bathroom <laughs> I don't know what it was, Bottom but this out. watch for me, I, it, see, it seemed like a little extreme of, an, of a reaction to me. I always like in the past, I was always like, "Oh yeah, he, he should kick his ass. He's getting a lap dance when he's dating his daughter." Right. But also, but then I'm like, "It's a lap dance." I mean, fi-
2: finding line. the gun is like one thing. I mean, that's like, yeah, that yeah. you would yep. you would think that's what would have put him over the top. I mean, and then he, right. I mean, he does like knee him very like like very hard, <laughs> very very hard. <laughs> I always feel that um but you know uh, i think he had an idea in his head of what jackie jr was going to become and he clearly hasn't become that he's just one of another fucking goomba in the crew right and and uh, and he's dating fucking meadow you know
1: well think think about this this is from the soprano sessions and they sort of they they i don't know that i necessarily buy this but they were saying that this is sort of like uh you know the ghost tony's the ghost of christmas future for jackie jr and he's beating the fuck out of jackie jr because he he sees himself in jackie jr right he was the guy getting lap dances when he was dating Carmela, probably oh, right of course uh, and we also know that the scene just before this his ego was bruised and he felt insecure about being a mob guy out in like normal society yep. so maybe he's taking it a little bit out on on jackie jr here his his own self-loathing which i never really thought about that's
2: but. true
1: that's true um then uh finally we get to the day of the christmas party at Satriali's. alleys Bacalata can't fit in the in the santa outfit um, and Tony realizes that, or he thinks he realizes that Puss was wearing a wire in the actual suit. Right. And we get the flashback to Puss coming in drunk. Yep. Which uh, he just plays so fucking so, well. Right. When he throws the shit through the jukebox. Yep. Um,
2: and he can't. And they point out that he came already dressed as yep. Santa. Yeah. Which was.
1: Yep. He's in like a meth Right. Suspicious.
2: Yeah. He's like. <laughs> I also
1: get a little glimpse. <laughs> Just like, Al, our friend. Um, Jimmy Altieri shows up, the guy who uh, caught the bullet for Puss at the end of season one. Yep. Which, I mean, he definitely was also a rat, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So that was was cool that the guy came back in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, The rats are coming back in this episode. The rats 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 are are back. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> then we get uh we get a little glimpse of Bobby Bacala's Santa not doing too well. He actually provokes a child into telling him fuck you Santa.
2: <laughs> one of the classic Soprano's moments. Kid oh, yeah. telling him fuck you Santa. It's great.
1: A little shit. I can that kid definitely grew up to be like another Bevilacqua or Jackie Jr. Like <laughs> yeah. that guy that kid's getting.
2: Hey, getting side a note. Shot. Um uh my friend Justin who was a guest of ours in uh, season 1
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, justin mork justin mork his mother uh that kid's mother in in real life is justin's manager oh no shit yeah, yeah.
1: so he wow. like
2: actually wow. knows that kid now he's like in his 20s <laughs> and... <laughs> and he's a dirtbag yeah he tells, i'm sure come back still hates santa fucking hates santa, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate santa. Yeah,
1: yeah um Oh, and, and then we get like the scene with the guys, sort of like, you know, talking about puss in sort of an endearing way, uh, which is nice, but also hypocritical. You fucking murdered the guy in cold blood, uh, and Polly. You know, I, I love that that uh, that Tony brings up that Polly went to the went to the psychic. He's like, oh, you, since you don't dwell on it,
2: right? Why'd you go to that
1: psychic? He's like, oh, that was that was a paranormal event. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right,
2: okay. Totally.
1: In definitely. the end, fuck Santa Claus. But uh, then the final scene, we get Christmas morning at the Soprano house. Uh, the Soprano children have been lavished with with gifts, it seems. AJ got the
2: scooter. AJ, he got this. AJ
1: got the scooter. What a load off Tony's shoulders. Yeah. He's got to fucking beat up a Russian man and make sure the news picks it up. <laughs> uh, and then he's got to go pick up a scooter. Yeah. But um, uh, Jackie Jr. shows up, uh, which is pretty ballsy. Because I would not show up unannounced to the house of the man who just kicked the ever loving shit out of me. <laughs> right. Much less on Christmas morning. Well, he but does he
2: br- thinks he's got some He does bring over presents from Rosalie, so he might have had he, It's an excuse, yeah. He had a reason. Right. Yeah, he's got a Yeah, but that's she,
3: true. but but but, but, but Car- Carmel is a little upset that he did interrupt.
2: Yes. She, like oh, clearly, is she clearly, didn't catch.
3: Yeah, she she's clearly doesn't want like, him there. Mm, yeah, yeah. It is Christmas morning. Right. Ben, okay, but she's not going to she's not going to like throw him out. Right, not going to say no, but she did definitely
0: didn't like it. Yep,
1: yeah, I I think I think Jackie Jr. probably knows that a little bit, but he wanted to put on this little performance in front of Tony with with the little locket that says, you know, I will always be true, kind of thing. For sure, that's that's him signaling to Tony, and then he has the conversation with him. But Tony's Tony's not really giving it, and she's like, I'm going to be frank, I don't haven't decided what to do with you yet.
2: You bullshit. I always forget
1: that this. What you
2: bullshit me? Yep.
1: Jimmy. i always forget that this this is like so late in the season for some reason i always think it's like mid or early season three when i think about it but it's actually i mean oh, his da- Jackie dad dies his, in like his downfall is so fast episodes.
2: it's so quick yeah. Uh,
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: um and then of course uh meadow giving tony uh the big mouth billy bass which i Great fucking touch. love Great just a, such a weird like little uh niche Piece of pop culture from 20 years ago i i sent
2: a screenshot of it to my dad today because he still has it in his office from back (laughs) from back then oh wow we 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 got it for him for i don't know maybe it was for hanukkah or some or or you know or his birthday or something (laughs)
1: after seeing this episode
2: no 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 it was just dude it was like it was like huge that fucking it was was like everywhere
1: you could like walk into CVS and just buy one, like
3: yeah, oh, no problem,
2: right? It was Fuck, every man. Those
1: th- those guys fucking went to the like, they cashed out on big mouth Billy Bass, dude. God damn it.
2: Well, and then there was like, it, it, there was a whole explosion of like different versions of that fucking thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like a
3: knockoff version yeah. and shit. Like that's probably not the original or whatever. Right, right. But uh, I love that the the recurring
1: <laughs> joke that like every character is just like so delighted
3: by <laughs> it. Like AJ here is like, ooh, those are good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forty. Forty five ninety nine on uh, Amazon right now. Oh shit! There's only four left in stock.
2: Yo, I should tell my dad because he's on an eBay kick. He's like been selling all kinds of shit. Dude, I should tell him. Take the. There's the other take ones the that,
3: that are more expensive. I
1: don't know. Oh
2: my god! Yeah, that <laughs> the, is this uh, is the original. Look is... up the
1: most expensive spells. I want to see <laughs> the, the most expensive
3: one. Is one hundred and forty dollars because it's the original. Oh, it looks fuck. like the and it looks like the one in the show um like the 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 board that is on it is a lot nicer than like the 40 dollar one
2: right right <laughs> uh yeah uh I, I mean it's it's such a good touch it was such a weird like what a stupid right. phenomenon that was
3: only one <laughs> left of the 140 forty dollar one may arrive after christmas okay I mean, all right all, it, right all right all right <laughs> they gotta dig it out of a closet somewhere you know like in, put
1: it on my list it's gonna stress me out
2: yeah I'm sure. yeah
3: <laughs> but uh but, but I'm yeah, just that's... telling our I'm telling our listeners if they want to get one.
2: All right, all right. All right. <laughs> it's, it's
3: me. It's from me. I I'm selling it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Spells is making big mouth billy basses from scratch in his
3: living room. Yeah, I got to um... go I, I got to go blast the sand, uh, the uh, wood later. Spells does have a beanie on. Uh, he
2: kind of looks like an elf. So, and he has the Christmas tree behind him right now. So I'm telling oh, you. Got, I'm the I'm telling you, you got the workshop. You got the workshop.
3: I got so many fucking big mouth billy basses to make tonight.
2: Oh, football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. And don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
1: All I'm right. shall we move me. on to fucking internet? Let's
2: do it. Yeah, please, please, <laughs> yes, please do it.
1: Okay. There's actually um, a lot of uh, a lot of questions about this episode. Some some really? are pretty straightforward, and some are whatever. But uh, apparently, a lot of people had uh, things weren't clear. So this one from uh, user rookie options trader, uh, rookie options trader.
3: Has
2: there ever uh, been not an idiot handle on fucking internet? Jesus <laughs> Christ. There, yeah, there's
3: it, no like John Smith. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's never like Brian's world. Or like, you know, it's always like. <laughs> that sounds weird when that one that sounds so weird. weird. <laughs> Brian's world. <laughs> Fuck me.
3: Did, no, like... did he stop working on your pilot called Brian's world? <laughs> okay. We're doing a
1: podcast.
2: It's always you like. Count, it's always like
1: Brian's world. Fuck
2: Tanner 63 <laughs> backspin 37. <37." laughs> <I'm> like,
0: what? <laughs> what?
1: Oh, man just your name and uh and world afterwards is apparently what makes the cut <laughs> oh, for for few Yo, keep it simple speaking, make it your name world
2: speaking of folks this is once we're done with sopranos this is this is going to be a dave's world uh podcast so buckle <laughs> oh, up buckle up buckle up. uh yeah
1: in in 10 years when we're done with this um so he says, Rookie Options Trader says, uh, or she, the O.J. Simpson scenes into Save Us All from Satan's Power. What do you all think? Is there a deeper meaning in these scenes with the O.J. clips and Big Puss? Or is it just a framing device to show the era when the conversations were happening? Very allegorical.
2: I think it's, two, I think it's two, twofold. One, we've already established that these guys have issues with black people. So it's like, yeah. you know, they're already like, oh, this fucking guilty guy um, yeah. when they themselves are fucking criminals and murderers. Yeah. And right. and yes, and yeah, it's to show us that it's fucking 1995.
1: Yeah, I think, and I think every, everyone was consumed by it. Absolutely. You know? It's true. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I think, yes, you're right, Dave, uh, on your first point, uh, to a lesser extent than it's just such a good way to quickly tell us where we are in time. Yes. Oh yeah, as everybody remembers, us, right? Oh so, yeah. Uh, moving on, we got user the one with some pulp. Ooh, I like that. Well, oh, that's good. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Good. Uh, that flashback into save us all from Satan's power. Uh, hey, does anyone know for sure what Tony calls pussy when he comes to meet Tony and Jackie in the restaurant in their '90s flashback? It sounds a lot like simply fat fuck. But I don't think simply is what he says. Do you guys know? It's in the scene where Jackie and, and Tony are in the diner. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh,
2: simply he fat
1: says, fuck." He says, "He says, 'Ephley fat fuck.' Oh,
2: Ephley Bailey. Reference to yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. OJ yeah. Had,
1: had to had to look that up on Get Yarn actually. Uh, <laughs> nice. But, uh,
3: yo, shout out to guys. Get send Yarn. that one to us.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Which is not a very clever pun on Effley Bailey's name, but no. if it you just add fat fuck to anything. I mean, I guess that's a it's joke. It's Clever
3: but... enough for puss, I would say. I, I'd say. am yeah. surprised well, he knew Effley Bailey, or Tony says it. Yeah, yeah. I, am surprised he even knew him. But yeah. you know, they're saturated with it, so yeah, they're, they're saturated. saturated. Uh,
1: this one from user Irwin the Panty Dropper. <laughs> Don't like that as much. Nope. Uh, Polly, into save us all from Satan's power. Uh, always annoyed the hell out of me. When Tony and Sill are reminiscing on Puss, just fondly remembering a former legitimate close friend for a moment, even considering the circumstances of his, of his death, and Pauly can't put down his hard front and bullshit attitude for one second and has to ruin the whole moment repeatedly, just annoyed the living shit out of me. Erwin mm-hmm. the panty dropper, Pauly's going to Pauly. I yeah,
3: mean, that's what we, he does. Yeah,
1: we we discussed earlier in the episode he might be I think he might be putting up a front because I don't even think he, I don't think even think he knows that he's putting up a front. I think it's just this, you know, he's, he's barring himself from feeling any emotion towards this guy who he yeah. uses as a, a trainer. And you
2: brought, you brought up uh, remember when, like, which is an episode that establishes how much, how um, nostalgic Paulie is. So there's, there's, yeah. 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 there's, there's no way that he's not, not missing him.
1: Right. But you know, he's, he's not going to be caught. Wasted a a breath on on a rat, I guess, you know, because he's old school. Right. Yeah. Um, This one from American Graffiti 1973 Sit down flashback. Junior has a sit down with Jackie in which Gigi attends on Junior's behalf. Since it was obviously a flashback, I thought, wouldn't it have made made more sense to have Mikey be there? Uh, Mikey Palmisi. After Junior becomes boss, Mikey becomes his right hand. Obviously, Junior held Mikey in high regard. Gigi, who wasn't introduced till season two, is technically a soldier at that time. He held that position till season three, becoming Capo. It's something I thought while watching the video earlier. My guess um, is uh,
2: they're like, uh, John stone is in the ring of trust right now, and we're just going to have him come and fucking do the scene and not bring back uh, Mikey Pelmese.
1: Yes, uh, but also
3: I, like, but also like, you know, uh, Gigi's probably someone they actually have respect for, whereas they no one, not even where when Mikey Palmis was like Junior's right hand man, people didn't have respect for him. Right, I, I think maybe they did try because they got. Um, and if you're going to be at a sit down, you know, you don't want like him there yeah, at that true. time. At that time,
1: later yeah. you had to.
3: Yeah, have you don't want there, the guy so.
2: with fuck face itis uh, to be there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think they I I actually think they might have tried to get Al Sapienza who plays Mikey in, uh, and maybe he just had a, like a scheduling conflict or something and right. and they yeah, already had um Gigi, who by the way, we did this in a previous episode. It's not it's not John Sistone. it's oh, Gigi Oh, Sistone Gigi Sistone and, and John, John
2: Fiore. That's right. Yeah. Apologies uh, to John Fiore.
1: <laughs> but he's already on the payroll for the for the season as like a recurring whatever, so they, I'm sure they just brought him in for I, that.
2: Yeah. I think casting wise just easier to bring to to have him. Yeah.
1: Um, this one from user overpass 69. Why can't Tony tell Melfi about his mafia activities on my umpteenth rewatch currently watching to save us all from Satan's power. The scene where Tony is discussing his most recent panic attack with Dr. Melfi. He says he can't get into specifics about it because it's about puss. This seems to be a common theme during Tony's therapy session where he either can't say what's on his mind or deliberately withholds information. The question is why? Unless you're telling a therapist about a violent crime you are planning to commit, they can't go to the cops. Is Tony fearful that Melfi may see who he truly is? Thanks for any end, but that was nice. We never, you never get a thank you at the
2: end. That's true. But uh, I what mean, do you guys think? Uh, yeah, and he can't say. I, well, she. You can. She, she says. She says like when they first start meeting that if if there's going to be a future like uh, like if, if someone is harmed. Hmm. She would have to alert the authorities. But yeah, I would say but, killing
3: someone is harming them.
2: But well, this person clarifies like unless it's someone like who's gonna be harmed in the future, why couldn't he? But like he he's also yeah. why would he take that risk of like even flirting with telling her? I mean
3: But but the future thing is like dumb, right? I mean, like it, it can't it can't just apply but it can't just apply to that. Like if he's like I killed this guy and like 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 she had that information she would probably have to say
1: it right yeah i i mean i i'm not 100 clear on on if it applies to retroactive like actions on the patients But right. well, well, why would but you like, even
2: take the risk
1: well of you course exactly. yeah no exactly. you wouldn't yeah yeah but he he flirts but he comes pretty close to just flat yeah. out telling her right? i mean yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah so, pretty much
1: yeah. so i mean I, that's probably like a little dance tony does in his head like it probably he probably doesn't want to admit to any crimes, of course. Of course, yeah, yeah. right. But he's also trying to get the most out of therapy. He, he can so, right. And he also, we know that he sees therapy as, uh, as uh, something that sharpens his his skills as a businessman, as a uh, mafioso. Oh, right?
2: spoiler so. alert, dude! <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck you.
1: Um. Anyway, this one from user leading lock confusion title of the post is just confusion there are a couple of things in to save us all from satan's power that confused me in a flashback when sal is meeting with tony and jackie senior about a sit down with junior sal looks wistfully out over the water and said i always wanted a house on the ocean maybe in another life but in a later episode angie mentions how her kid won't care about her divorce as long as he doesn't lose his privileges to the house down the shore when the crew is getting the Christmas stuff out and they find the suit, Chris, I think, makes some comment about this being the first year he will not have seen Sal playing Santa. But hasn't it been a few years since Pussy went into the program? What do they do in the interim? Um, well, first the of second all, question. I mean, it's not. It's only been a year. Yeah, it's this is the first year. Christmas. And also,
2: you could have a, a house down, by, down at the shore and not and not be on the water. I think that's what yeah. he's inferring, yeah. like that he. Right. He always right. wished that he had like uh, waterfront property.
1: But also, this is this is ninety five. He could have could have bought, bought not, it right. Bought, right. bought it subsequently. He could have bought it with all that age. <laughs> it's true. We know that he uh, started pulling in probably some decent money when he started peddling heroin. Yeah. You know, if you get a house on Long Beach Island, you know,
3: oh shit. you're not gonna necessarily be on the ocean. There's a bayside, too. Yeah. My
2: uh, my wife's uh, one of my wife's best friends. Uh, Actually, grew up on LBI. Isn't that that's weird, right?
3: I believe I talked to her about that.
2: Him? Oh, that is weird.
3: Yeah, it is weird. And you know what's weirder? I met someone this weekend, this past weekend, who grew up on LBI.
2: That is. Oh no, very... that's weird. Yo, that's... who lives out
3: near my parents?
2: Yo, <laughs> uh, that's bizarre. Fuck, that's bizarre. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah. I once did a uh, uh, a show for like in high school for people on Block Island who live there year-round, and it was very peculiar. Just, like, people who live on, like, Fuck. places like that that are, like, mostly, like, people's summer houses, but live there, like, year-round. Very weird. Yeah. Very bizarre.
1: I went to the restaurant chain Islands, and, man, some <laughs> some weird folks there. Oh, yeah, I've been there,
3: too.
2: <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, Joe and I were uh, uh, had a writing session yesterday, and Joe was using Islands as his uh, Zoom background, so just uh connected Shit. really yeah. connecting the dots here
3: i can go there right now if we really want to but you know probably not
2: last oh, time yeah. i was at islands uh was our uh chain crawl uh for yeah. our listeners uh, uh, and and Spellman
1: uh, uh, uh slap dave Spellman slapped in the me face
2: uh yeah for our listeners oh, God, uh was... we uh we went to uh as many uh chain restaurants as we could in one day and uh got real real fun we done. were proud of it nope we had a good time, uh, but, uh, fantastic. But, uh, I'm fantastic. not proud
1: of it. I'm still recovering. Um, chain crawl two coming up after the pandemic.
2: Get that second but, vaccine.
1: Uh, <laughs> we'll do a live episode on the chain crawl.
2: That's right.
1: That's right. Um, should this one final final one from user Fat Kurt?
2: Oh shit! Uh, Hell yeah! Now we're talking. Now we're that's <laughs> see
3: that's that's an honest that's an honest handle right there. there.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh sorry, I'm sorry. Fat Kurt's world. Oh <laughs> oh shit oh uh,
2: yeah
3: <laughs> even more on it <honest>. yeah.
1: <laughs> damn great name great name we're just uh, living in it no what does chrissy mean by this season three episode 10 to save us all from satan's power silvio chrissy and hesh are in the back room at satria digging through the box with the christmas ornaments uh-huh. and stuff hesh pulls out a single branch of a fake christmas tree and says it a branch i don't see the rest of the tree to which chrissy replies fuck that philosophical shit and hesh gives him a look that kind of says huh i'm with hesh what the hell did you mean by that yeah, I feel like it's some sort of malapropism. My- like Chris thinks there's some sort of like it's philosophical saying, like "forest for the trees" or something. Right. You know, like it's just
3: another one of these things where they get something wrong.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. But it's a little less obvious. It's like kind of, I don't know. It's not exactly like a joke joke, but I, I don't know. Right? Because there's no like, you guys are unaware of any, nah. any idiom about branches nah. and olive branch. Olive branch. Yeah. There's a branch. I don't see the rest of the tree. Uh, no, I don't know. Doesn't work. Yeah, I'm not sure. I,
2: don't know. I uh I like most things, I assumed it was like a comment about him being Jewish, but uh I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure.
1: Or maybe those hacks, Robin Green and Mitchell Burgess, didn't yeah. know what the fuck they were
2: writing doesn't it, about. Doesn't it feel like they wrote like every fucking episode this season? Like, <laughs> like, they wrote, <laughs> they wrote, a, wrote lot, a lot of episodes. They
1: they wrote some of the greatest greatest episodes. They um when they um, when they
2: came on Talking Sopranos, they were they were great. I, I gotta, forget I uh, forget which app uh they came on,
3: but they were they were trying. Yeah, Renzuli was taking a nap in the writers' room <laughs> this, this season. Now nah,
1: Renzuli was cut after season two. R.I.P.
3: R.I.P. All
2: right, Renzuli. Yeah. I think man, I, I think, think we
3: know who cut him. I think we know who <laughs> killed him. <laughs> Robin uh, and Mitch. Robin and yeah. Mitch.
2: They said Fuck. bye-bye.
3: That's all I got for fucking internet, guys. Hey, that's all I got for this episode. R-
2: Renzulli was like, uh... Maybe I'll write on a season three, maybe another life. Maybe I'll make it a season. Maybe, three. Another, life. maybe another life.
3: And they're
1: like, oh, that's good. We're going to steal
3: that. Ooh, from we're
2: going to steal that, Renzulli. Uh And you're, <laughs> also, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> all right, the folks. Christmas after well, he was
1: fired, Renzuli's kid uh, got him a big mouth Billy Bass right. for
2: Christmas. Hey, that's what you did to cheer everybody up back then. Uh, it, was, it was 2001, uh, early 2001. He got, a, he got somebody a big...
1: And then 9-11 hit and killed
2: the whole Big Mouth Billy Bass industry. Completely destroyed the industry. And uh, now they're collector's items. Uh, Joe, uh, what are they going for right now? This minute? $140, please. Bucks.
3: You I can get, my dad get them to off sell of, his... uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, just go to my username, <laughs> Brian's
2: World. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's World 69. Uh... <laughs> As always, you can hit us up uh, at osopranospod at gmail.com. Give us your questions, concerns, things you like, things you don't like. Most importantly, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at osopranospod. We make the memes. We make the tweets. We do the jokes and jokes and stuff. (laughs) And, uh give us a five-star review uh, a couple people did this week and uh, that shit helps give oh, us wait. a give us a five-star review uh and uh look as always you can be like i i'm tired of these guys talking about billy big mouth bass uh, i'm tired of them yep. talking about food every episode like fucking fatzos mm-hmm. like shit the fuck up
1: legitimate gripe
2: fine Give, post the gripe and give us five of stars because we, we don't give a fuck. We know, we yeah. know, we know the product is uh, fucking solid. So uh, we, yeah, know, yeah, we're no not doubt. worried. We're give not worried. what you say. Uh, next week, next week, boys, we get a iconic episode, uh, one of uh, many, the most, many, yeah. many people's uh, favorite uh, episode, Pine Barrens, and we'll have uh, an old friend of me calls Paul's on. Uh, so. Uh, we look forward to that, and uh, hey, it's the holiday season, baby. Get your fucking checklist done. Don't wait till the last second, like fucking time, Okay, transfer your cannolis now.
1: Transfer those cannolis. Come on, I'm gonna. If you're still listening, I'm very impressed. With
2: you. <laughs> I'm gonna transfer some cannolis into my mouth at some point. Uh, okay. Until next week, oh, oh. Ooh.
0: Ooh.